0: Here we go. Game on. Sports huddle. No, it's just the huddle, we call it. We'll have to redo that open part of it. We will. Mike Maxwell, Pete Nigerian, and we got a lot to talk about over the next two hours based on what we've seen in the last 24 hours and really the last week and beyond. Pete, good morning to you.
1: Good morning. How are you today, Maxie? I heard you were out uh, hunting earlier in the week, or something, huh?
0: I was, man. I was out hunting right. in uh, North Dakota for a couple of days there in Bison Country, where, of course, it's fun to kind of catch up to see how. I mean, that, that's a pretty proud program out there, Pete. They 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 get up every day and expect to win a national championship,
1: and they usually do. <laughs> they usually do. Yeah, that they yeah. are always so well coached, Maxie. I'm always so yes. impressed with that with that club, and I I know that they're they're. They're considering a lot of different things, and I wonder about their stadium. As a matter of fact, I think they—I've yeah. heard some talk about the idea of hey, if they can build a bigger stadium, they might go up another level. So yes. uh, I think that might be something pretty interesting uh, to follow over the next couple of years.
0: Yeah, they could get in that conference with Wyoming, etc. You know, and, and, and I'm sure they could hold their own based on uh, you know what we've seen in the tracking of it. Of course, I'm avoiding yeah. the inevitable. Pete, you were down there on the sidelines. <laughs> uh, you sent me a great photo of you and a police officer. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I assume that was your
1: friend, right? Not foe. Yeah, thank. Thankfully, yeah. he was a friend. As a matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> he and he and his his whole uh, group of guys they actually have a uh, uh, an investment club, and so he was telling really? me. He goes, "Hey, hey, look, we listen to you every time I see you on CNBC." He said, "Can you give me any tips?" Yeah, what'd you, <laughs> what'd you tell said, him? Uh, I basically just said uh, what I've been seeing tells me that the electronic ve- vehicle world is continuing to be something that's a very big, powerful part of the economy. And it's uh, yeah. it gets bigger every day. And it's not just Tesla, Maxi. There are so many different makers, including the, the old school Fords and GM and everybody and Porsche and Audi, all of those. Everybody's getting into the EV space, the electronic vehicle space, and between that and batteries and it's it's just an amazing part of, of the economy right now, what we're seeing there in terms of what's going on power wise as well as what's going on in terms of all of the different companies that are competing. And not everybody's gonna be successful, but I think that there are many names out there that have a great opportunity going forward.
0: That's, <laughs> and you mentioned the infrastructure too. Batteries. I mean, it all. It goes hand in hand, right? I mean, it's not just. It's not just about electric car. You got to look at what what drives the electric car when you make your investments.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, these charging stations that are, need to be built, there's plenty of yeah. them out there, but we need a whole lot more, Maxi, if we're going to go that direction, which we are. So there's a lot of different processes that people are going to have to go through, but there's a lot of great opportunities out there. As as we move more and more away from carbon and more towards this uh, the green, so to speak, uh, yeah. this is definitely an area to be, I think. All right.
0: So we've avoided talking about the Gopher football game you were Gosh, at yesterday. Thank and those, goodness, yes, the sidelines yeah, well, that you were on, and, <laughs> and Pete, we've seen these before. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a clunker. It was. It was exactly how you. could. It, if you figured the Gophers were going beat it, would be just like happened yesterday. But you, but the first question you ask is why? Why did they? Why weren't they ready for those first two drives? Why did you know? Why were they not able to move the ball offensively, uh, especially once they got beyond midfield and do anything substantial? You were there. You've played the game. What did you see?
1: Well, I'll tell you what really disappoints me most, Maxie. So we watch these games. You and I have watched football games forever, played football and all the rest of it. And and everybody has an identity, right? And I think the University of Minnesota, our our identity this year is that we can run the football. And I think we can run the football on just about anybody out there. And that's one thing that I give all the credit in the world to to Bielema down at Illinois because when he was at Wisconsin, when he was at Arkansas, and now that he's at Illinois – he is a guy who knows what he wants to do, and he sticks with it and it you know sometimes you obviously have to pivot and change, but if it 's working, you stick with it i i 'll give you a great example so when I was watching uh, Biema and what they what they've been able to do they they were running the football uh when, when they do run the football at a high level in terms of number of carries they really seem to have a great opportunity to have at least an opportunity to win. And I think that's the same thing with our Golden Gophers. Uh, But suddenly, Maxie, we go to, uh, as a team that had just gotten 56 rushes against Maryland, we carried the ball 53 times against Northwestern. We only handed the ball off 35 times against Illinois. We had 89 yards. We've been averaging 300 yards the previous couple of games. So why did we get away from what we do best, which is run the football? And I think we... We just didn't stick to our identity. And meanwhile, we have the ball getting thrown around the field by Tanner, who generally does a pretty good job, but early in in the game. Matter of fact, the first drive had an interception, and that led to scoring for Illinois as well. So... I I think it's just that we need to stick to the identity we have. We have a huge offensive line. They, they create incredible holes. And even if it's not working, I think that's one of those things where you've got to stick with it. You've got to continue to try to pound the ball. And if you do that, I think you have a much better chance for success. But we... We kind of wavered away from that, and I think that was, you know, I really do believe that that was the big problem that we faced yesterday was we were not committed to run the football. And meanwhile, you look over at Illinois, they carry the ball 48 times. Chase Brown ran up and down the field on us, had 150 yards, so... Everything just kind of got turned around from what we'd been playing, which was we're the ones that are going to dominate. We're the ones who are going to run the football. We allowed Illinois to run the football, and they gashed us in that first half. We shut it down in the second half, but that first half, that's what the difference was. They ran the ball well. We did not.
0: Well, and that's, I guess, the question that I have is there, there, it felt a little bit like Bowling Green where there, just nothing good would get going. Even though you were always close in the score, you always felt like the other team was in control of the game. And, that, and that's the way you felt. Illinois wasn't afraid to punt it let their defense take over. You, you always mm-hmm. felt like the Gophers were going uphill. Then they missed an extra point even when they scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you felt like they were just fighting themselves all day. Now, some of that is, um, uh, some of that is execution of players for sure, but some of that is coaching. Too, I mean, they, they didn't look like they were prepared for those first two drives that Illinois came out with. And I guess that happens because uh, they've got a script that you haven't seen, uh, but it mm-hmm. did look like Illinois knew exactly what they wanted to do. Now the Gophers adjusted, did a good job on defense, but there was something missing in that first quarter, just like there was against Bowling
1: Green. Yeah and, and and you know what you've got to start off strong you can't just kind of coast through the first half and just hope you know you, no one ever wants to go on hope they have to go on no, what are no, we exactly. doing hope, and, hopes a bad and, game plan right that that is a bad game plan but I'll tell you they they were more physical than we were yesterday that when it comes down to it the team that runs the ball obviously always ends up being the more physical but they they had so much success early running the football and chase brown who's a heck of a running back maxie he's done an unbelievable job this year for illinois but you know they're not all that talented and yet we allowed them to look talented as a matter of fact the left side of our offensive line going up against that defense their defense is okay at best they 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 give up some points but the reality is we didn't dominate them the way we normally would. And I, I think our left side of the offensive line struggled, especially in the passing game. And why would we throw the ball 27 times yesterday? I, I really, when I say what Bielema does is he understands who they are and what they do. But you, you look at what they did yesterday and their quarterback, Peters, he had nine attempts they came out with a game plan that they're going to run the football. They don't need to throw the football. It was it was a lot like Wisconsin. And by the way, that offensive line at Illinois, they are solid. They are very, uh, you, very you like good. them up front? You like the way they control oh. things? Oh my goodness. They they have good size, they have good strength, and they had the push. They were creating holes. If you go back and just look at even just a couple of the highlights of the game, you're going to see some massive holes. They looked like we had looked the previous couple of weeks, where the big offensive line took over. The quarterback was happy just to hand them the ball and let those running backs take the ball. And, and I'll tell you what, Chase Brown, 32 carries, 150 or 33 hit carries, 150 yards. Uh, they just absolutely dominated us in the first half. We came back second half, played much better on defense, much, much better on defense, but... Our offense just never could find that rhythm, including, you know, we had a missed field goal. We had a missed extra point. We just – it seemed like everything that could go against us did, and I think partially some of that is our own doing. We did did not commit to running the football yesterday against Illinois.
0: Here's the other piece of this as you look forward, and we can talk more about this as the show moves on. Uh, As you watched the Big Ten yesterday play out, uh, you know, all of a sudden Purdue Purdue's a tied for first place. I I don't know how, but they you know they did in Michigan State. Uh, Iowa struggled to beat Northwestern, put up 17, mm-hmm. and Wisconsin has already uh, suddenly become the team to beat in the West. They put up 52 mm-hmm. yesterday. They've dominated some teams here in the last few weeks, and all of a sudden they look like. It looks like, you know, just like a couple of years ago. At the end, you got to go through Wisconsin, and they look, at least right now, I know there's a four-way tie, but they certainly look like the team that is doing just what you mentioned better than anybody. Line it up, play football, run the football, mm-hmm. try to stop the run, take some pressure off of Mertz, uh, who's, you know, been inconsistent at best in his career. But if, if you make him, mm-hmm. if you allow him opportunities to throw the football when you want him to throw the football as opposed to predictable, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they look pretty darn good.
1: Oh, I totally agree with you. I can't imagine what in that world is going on with purdue either maxi to be honest with you no. that's a team that just seems to be at the heart they are they they looked so good and i'm i'm impressed that we were able to beat purdue the way we did yeah. because that's a football team that is absolutely on a roll and they're not out of this west run either for the big 10 they, they they you know they just seem to whoever they line up against lately they have they've just been able to pound the ball on them and, and th- not pound the ball as much running and throw it they throw the ball that quarterback yeah. my goodness so he, which, which, he, i
0: think the gophers are glad they didn't face much you know
1: oh my gosh he he really is something special but you're right i think when i look at iowa i'm not overly concerned about iowa the, the, this is a team that they they want to run the football as well they they really struggled yesterday against Northwestern to get that win but they got it and that's all that really matters in the end but they they didn't look great and this is a team that not too many weeks ago they were number 2 in the country and now yes. now the, you know now they're, now they're 22 they blew the doors off you know yeah they blew the doors yeah. off but I'll tell you that Wisconsin team they've had a stumble or two but now they've gotten back to the identity that Wisconsin always has had we've got a big offensive line we're going to run the football we're going to pound it down your throat occasionally throw the football not too much Mertz is not a great passer but he's okay and if you run the ball successfully your quarterback on play action has all the time in the world to throw the football so that that's gives exactly him that much my more. point yep.
0: yep yep so you take a lot of pressure off of Mertz who looks like he's not as good as they thought he was going to be but mm-hmm. if you're throwing the guys that are wide open there's a big difference as opposed to having to pinpoint it and he's got to